Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. I'm a man who's fascinated by peculiar incidents, strange and unusual things, or what I like to call ontologically problematic events. You don't need to worry about the Paul answer there, but this just sounds too bizarre, and I'm close enough to investigate. Would you give me the address of that abandoned building? Uh, you got pen paper? I, Adam. Yeah? I tap my head. <laughs> he gives you the address. Right. Uh, I go to my car. Mm-hmm. I punch in on my little... On your phone? On my phone. I punch in the the address mm-hmm. to Sabineville. It's about a half hour drive. Yeah, let's go. You get into you pass a sign after about half an hour, give or take. You pass a sign that says Sabineville CDP, all caps. CDP. You're driving along Main Street, Sabineville's Main Street. You immediately get a vibe for this town. It's a place that quite obviously saw a big economic boom in the early part of the 20th century. But the end part of the 20th century was obviously very unkind to yeah, Sabineville. As it was to a lot of places. Yes. Yeah. Um, can I tell what the boom was? Oh, it's uh, hard to say exactly. Okay. Yeah. No, like, is it like a mining town or an oil town or a farm town? Well, you pass a lot of buildings. All right. You pass. Mm, I'll make that a investigation wits check as you're driving through. I don't know if these two things are connected, but I wonder if this adventure that I'm on has anything to do with that submarine earlier. I guess not. As the entire way down, as you're driving, the entire way down, you are driving along the Petite Waterway. Okay. Which is not named because it's actually small. It's actually no. quite big. Yep. It's named because it comes from the Little Lake, yeah. which is also quite large. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's you would know this already. It gets its name from the tributary lake, not from any specific no. commentary on its size. Yeah, 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 yeah. The majority of the industry that you pass is already closed down. And a lot of the signs have not been really cared for. So it's impossible to tell what the primary focus of this place was. As you're driving through, you can see there's an obvious town square. It'd be a left-hand turn. It'd be out of your way to head towards it. Not massively, but it's <clears> not <throat> directly in your path. Yeah, you yeah. see the town square, and you can see a church that has light spilling out of it. It looks like something's happening at the church. 
Oh, sorry. There wouldn't be light spilling out of it because it's still Daytime. around midnight. I can yeah. tell there's something so going can, on in the yeah, church. Yeah, there's lots of people there. Well, I know, I know that Lakeside is where I need to be. Yeah. It's way more exciting to investigate a spooky abandoned building at night, Adam. So I got time. <laughs> All right. You check I'm going to head towards the, turn square, the town square and the church. All yeah. right. You see, actually, this is something you would spot this and you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is where the guy was sent. You pass the medical center, which is near town center. Right, clock that. I'll be going back there later. Yes. You arrive at, it is marked as Grace Community Church. That's Okay, the church so I drive past the square up towards the Grace Community Church. Yep. I Can I park? Is it like a lot of people, cars? There's a lot of people here, yeah. There's also parking, so you don't have any trouble. Yeah, I park and get out and what's the vibe? Any music? Any it, prayer? Any hymns coming out of that church? No prayer? No music? The vibe is actually a little tense. People seem on edge. Town meeting energy? Yes. Okay. So as you approach, as you approach the building, you can see that there are two people standing outside the building. They're posted up like they'd be guards and sh- as well, they they look like that is their profession as well. One of them is a he's a guy wearing a singlet. He's a white singlet. He's got all the energy of a man who wears a white singlet. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Yep, 100%. Two massive forearms that he has crossed over each other, and he just stares almost angrily at people as they enter the building. The other man on the other side of the door, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and is chewing on a cigar like he means to eat it. And it's just, the people walking in, what's their vibe? Are they angry, agitated? Are they muttering? Are they just kind of like walking in, eyes cast down? like Talking quietly to each other. Was this about the party that shouldn't have happened last night? Maybe some remonstrations. I'm going to, what's the church look like in terms of building? Is it old? It's a very classic revivalist sort of church. If you're imagining a church in rural Louisiana, you're imagining this church. Right, that's. So what I'm, yeah, I've got it. I know exactly. Cool. I'm gonna walk up towards the church. All right. As you enter, you can hear that. Oh, some... I get let in. Yeah. Anyone can enter. No one. No one stops you. They no. don't clock me or. If well, the two guards quotation marks definitely clock you, but they don't act like it's weird that you want to go inside. Great. Wonderful. Right. As you walk inside, you can tell that you are kind of interrupt. Well, not interrupting. No one turns to look at you or anything like that, but it's someone's giving a speech. There's someone standing at the pulpit, definitely not the priest. It's a a, a woman. She gives a very professional sort of vibe, like a, yep. a businesswoman sort of vibe. She's mid-speech. I understand. Oh, you also, you don't need to roll to spot this. She does not speak like a local. She doesn't have a local accent. She sounds like something from somewhere up north. I understand. Of course, that there are concerns and reservations around this controversial practice. But I firmly believe that by embracing this, it can be a catalyst for positive change in this community, particularly in terms of economic growth, job creation, and community development. This additional income can be used by you to improve your infrastructure, your local businesses, and enhance essential services, such as education. She says, the way she says education, you don't need a role for this. She says education in a way that, like, the word means something else to these people, and a little murmur goes through the crowd. Education and healthcare. It offers you the opportunity to revitalize your community and improve the quality of life. 
a person stands up. It's another woman. She wears a powder blue power suit, the blazer of which is slightly oversized, but in kind of like a stylish, tasteful way. It's deliberate. She turns to the group and she says loudly, as interrupting without giving really a care. Yep. While the company representative may paint a sweet and enticing picture of economic prosperity, the woman that she interrupted has a very sour look on her face, quite obviously trying Mm. to hold her contempt. It is crucial that we examine the harsh realities that often follow in the wake of fracking operations. The crowd, like, murmurs in assent. Fracking. It is first essential to understand that large companies prioritize their financial gains over everything else. Amen, brother. <laughs> they come into our community. That little red book in my pocket is. <laughs> I, oh. did, I did not plan this. This is just coincidental. <laughs> they prioritize their financial gains. They come into our communities promising economic growth, job creation, and a better future. For our children. She says that, like, once again, it yep. has a charge to it. And once again, there's, like, a lot of murmuring of assent. Children, education, okay, there's something wrong, there's something wrong with the kids. Um, It's pretty packed in here. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like a lot of the town are in this meeting. Yeah. Standing room? Or is there seats? It'd be standing. That's okay, cool. A- am I near somebody towards the back? Because I've, I've not gone further in. Yeah. I'd like to lean to somebody back and be like, oh, what? what's the name of the company again, friend? Bismarck Energy. You fucking dog. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew. I knew it. Oh, I hate you so much. Before you are able to continue the conversation with the person you were whispering to, the woman who was interrupted gestures to that man and says, Jonathan, who was it that illegally dumped chemicals into our beautiful water supply and harmed the livelihood of your daddy? Jonathan turns to this woman and says, Bismarck Cole. There's a murmur of like, Nathaniel, who was it whose poor safety standards tainted your drinking water? There's a response. Bismarck shipping. How's your daughter, by the way? She okay? Good. Glad to hear that. Bismarck. Oh, man, I hate this. (laughs) Maria. What was the name of the company you previously worked for who after 17 years on the job refused to cover the expenses of medication you so desperately need after exposure to the chemicals they made? That's right, she answers this time. Bismarck Waste Management. The woman turns and she's about to... The, the, the crowd's kind of like whipped up into a fervor. You can see that a lot of people are very angrily looking at this woman who was speaking behind the podium. Mm, mm. You spot one person is different from the crowd. A man from the front row stands up and turns around in kind of like a defensive manner. You immediately get bodyguard vibes. Sure enough, he's wearing... He looks like muscles that were poured into a suit. Mm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Even for as he stands up, even from here, you get a wafting of cheap cologne that comes off this man. Jesus Christ. The woman in the powder blue suit is about to to punch her statement, and you it looks like this crowd is about to attack the woman from Bismarck Energy. Mm. And then you hear screaming from behind you, and it interrupts the entire proceeding. I need it! 
please, please. You turn around and a man is struggling to get his way through the crowd into the church. He is wearing a hospital gown. And you can see there is a welt on his head from where he's quite obviously either hit it or been struck. Great. I think I know who this is, Adam. (laughs) The crowd begins parting. You can see those two guards from outside are grabbing the man and dragging him back. I yell out to the man, hey, what year is it? He looks desperately at you. Noisy! Puts his hands over his ears. The crowd is, the disruption is happening to this crowd, and the noise seems to be killing him. He puts his hands over his ears. I, can I handle a big crowd like this? Yeah, I'm streetwise. (laughs) What would you like to do? Um, I look, the two men. I look at the man in the Hawaiian suit with the cigar because yeah. he seems less likely to punch my head in. <laughs> oh, th- this man suffering from a condition uh, th- that means that loud noises and overstimulation are excruciatingly painful to him. We have to take him somewhere quiet inside here. Is there a confessional or or an area where the the, the bread and wine are consecrated? Somewhere quiet. The... This crowd is too much for him. I don't take orders from you. You feel. Heracles, a delicate hand placed on your shoulder. The woman in the powder blue suit is behind you. You take orders from me, though. Place the man in the confessional. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Heracles Melville. Evangeline Lafleu, she says. She shakes your hand. Though most people just call me brains. Brains? Why, yes, because uh, I might be the brains, but these two lovely gentlemen are the muscles. Oh, well, that is absolutely correct. This man here looks like he's packing hams up his arms. It looks like the crowd is kind of starting to... Actually, no, it looks like the crowd is about to disperse, and then Evangeline puts up a hand, gestures, and the crowd begins dispersing. The you, Muscles, Muscles being the two men, and this uh, the person in the hospital gown all go into the confessional where it's a bit more quiet. You pass the priest on the way there, he says and does nothing. Yeah, um, as we're heading there, mm-hmm. I... One of just sus the company woman. The, she's you turn back. She's gone. So is the bodyguard. I didn't see them leave. Nope. Oh, that's annoying. That's all right. I can find them later. <laughs> all right. I follow brains uh, and the muscle and the, the hospital. The muscles. There's two of them. The muscles from <laughs> Sabineville. You are ushered into a confessional or a, like a side room with the confessionals. It's a much quieter area. The man. He hands over his ears. It still seems like too much to him. No, no, no. Make it stop. Make it stop. Just everybody talk real slow and low like like you're making a beautiful stew, all right? You you boys have had stew before. I can tell. <laughs> Evangeline gestures and the muscles retreat over to guard the door. Okay, friend. Now, everybody's gone. We're going to be real quiet. We're going to turn all the lights down real low. Okay, nobody's talking. I'm going to give you five seconds. Then, what, it, what, what happened to your head up here? Okay, why don't you tell me about this shiny one here? The man does not, it doesn't, see, it doesn't seem to matter how quiet you make things. He keeps putting his hands over his ears and he keeps screaming, the noise, the noise, the beating. Beating, like, like drums are hot. Hot, he says, that awful, awful hot. Well, either our friend is a big fan of Edgar Allan Poe, or I believe he is having an auditory hallucination. You're going to have to make a... I'll call it persuasion presence to calm him down. Can I put some willpower on it, Adam? Of course, you could spice it up. You manage to calm the man down. He slowly lowers. You can see he's still in agony, but he is in a place now where you can talk to him. You just look at me. Okay, you come look at me. Now, my name is Heracles Melville. 
replied. I think I'm like you, and that I'm a stranger in this town. I'm not from here. Would that be correct? Where where are we? You're in Louisiana, son. Is that where you, you remember being? He shakes his head. No, no, no. So far, so far. Where were you? Boston, Boston. When were you in Boston? He shakes his head. What? When were you in Boston? Today, now, what? So the last thing you remember, you're in Boston. Yes. And now, you're in Sabineville. He, what? No. Ah. It's all right. It's all right. Agony. You got to stay with me. You talked about a beating heart earlier. His heart. His heart. Who's heart? <sighs> he tries to calm himself down. His. The old man. Old man in Boston. Yes. You can hear his heart now. Yes. Is he sick? He's dead. I did it. I see. Did he deserve it? Sometimes old men do. He laughs. He starts laughing crazily to himself. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. (laughs) Did he deserve it? Did he deserve it? Of course. How could he not? How could he not? Keep with me. Come on. Back here. Back here. Now, what's the last thing you remember doing in Boston? He... Looks away from you like he's a little confused. And then when he looks back, he says, I I killed him. I killed him. Walk back for this morning. You woke up. What did you have for breakfast? What? What did you what have you for mean? breakfast? I don't understand, he says. When you woke up this morning in Boston. I didn't eat breakfast, he says. Do you normally not eat breakfast? I don't know. I don't know. Coffee. What? No, no. He shakes his head. So you woke up this morning, no breakfast, no coffee. What would you normally do on a day in Boston? Gotta help me, please. Are you... He looks you up and down. Are you a a police officer? I know of police officers. When he says that, and when you respond, Evangeline kind of stiffens a little bit, and you see... you You can see or you feel her ears pricking up, and she's analyzing your response to this. I know of police officers. Yeah. She, she, you could see she measures that very carefully. Yeah, I'm more of a an expert in unusual things, uh, conditions, and the like. I, I, I need a police officer. I need to report what I've done. Killing this man. Yes. H- how did you kill him? What do you mean? I don't understand. The man is dead. I killed him. Yes. With your hands? With an half? With a gun? What does it matter? It He's matters, dead. It matters I great, killed him. Matters a great deal. I just killed him. How? I don't know. Because I don't believe you. I don't think you're capable of murder at all. Then take me to him. Well, he's in Boston and you're no, in Louisiana. he's here in Boston. We're not in Boston. Ma- yes, we are. Brains, why don't you explain to the gentleman that we are not in Boston? She looks from you to him. My dear friend, do you know Frankie Fortinot? The man looks at her. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Her and says, what? Who? She measures that response very carefully, and she looks back at you and says, well, I don't know if I can convince this gentleman of anything. All I know is I don't know much. <laughs> And she's the brains. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, she seems a little. She seems quite surprised, actually, by that response. Like she was expecting him to say yes. Who? Who's Frankie Fontenot? <laughs> she laughs and she says, uh, "He's a petty criminal around Sabineville. Thinks he's a big man." Um, does he have any tattoos? He's uh, in a hospital gown. No, no tattoos whatsoever. What kind of haircut does he have, Adam? It was once would have been quite neat and trimmed. It's not ragged or grown out. It just looks like he's been kind of through the ringer and it's all messy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evangeline turns to you and says, well, I would dearly love to be a a helpful source to all of the poor lost souls of Sabineville, but... I uh, regretfully must inform you that I have places to be. I assume you can handle this, gentlemen. <laughs> she fucking sucks, Adam. <laughs> oh man. Uh uh Yes, I I'll get him back to the hospital. Well, g- glad to hear it. I have places to be and people to see. Oh, uh, if before you go this whole Bismarck thing, I'm I'm familiar with them as a company and they're practices, mm-hmm. what do they want to do in Sabineville? There's a uh, fracking site or a proposed fracking site not too far from here, out in the bayou. They uh, wish to disrupt local wildlife, destroy a historical site, and then pump our waterways through filled with poison. Right. Do they have a head office uh, in town or they keep no, them no well, head well away from you? Well, they wouldn't dare have a head office in town. They're afraid of what might happen to uh, any head office that also happened to the exploratory site that they set up. 
What happened to the Exploratoris? How did they sit? She up? gives you a smile, <laughs> like she wanted you to ask this question. Well, didn't you hear, sir? Someone blew it up. <laughs> My, that is a shame when that happens. Things just unexpectedly and inexplicably exploding. That's the thing about gas. Goes up like a candle. <laughs> well, a Roman candle. Brains, if if I need to contact you, you don't mind if I call you Brains, do you? Please, everyone else does. Like I said, Heracles Melville, uh, you don't mind if I come to contact you to let you know that this man got there okay? A bit of a follow-up? Certainly, of course. Where can I find you? She smiles. Well, if you're looking for a phone number, you just look me up. I'm in the book. Alternatively, if you're looking to find my offices, you can just head on down to the receptionist at uh, Sabine High. She walks away. Ah, oh, good. Heracles is faced with uh, his arch nemesis, Principles. <laughs> Is it just me and him in this church now? Would you like me to take you back? He nods. Yes, yes, yes. I need need to destroy the heart. Of the old man you killed. Yes. Which you won't tell me how you did, so I don't believe you. I'm trying to go. Remember, he says. I'm trying to goad him into telling me. (laughs) He doesn't remember. Oh, well. All right. Why why don't we get up? You're right to stand up. up. Yeah. All right. We're going to walk back outside. Now, it's a little bright outside, so... Screen your eyes, but there's no one else in the church. Are you going to be okay to walk to my car? It's just in front of the church. He nods slowly. He seems almost like he's disassociating right now. Now, what's your name, son? He shakes his head. What? He seems like he doesn't understand the question. Your name? I, I, what? What would you like me to call you? Title? A job? Uh, he shakes his head. He seems really confused by the question. When was your birth? When's your birthday? He, once again, seems really confused by the question. What year is it in Boston? I just remember the 1843? Fuck! 1843? Yes. Right. Man, getting him in this car is going to freak him the fuck out. As you're going through the church, the pastor is here. He wanders over to you. He's a very old man. He looks like he's probably in his, like, 80s. He seems concerned for you and for the man that you're helping. As he approaches you, he starts playing with his ear. Just kind of, it looks like a nervous habit, almost. Uh, son, are you and the gentleman there all right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this man back to the and I mouth hospital because he thinks I'm taking him back to Boston, maybe. Okay, the priest looks at you, and I'm going to roll highs or lows to see he... I'm not lying. Yeah, I know you're not lying. Okay, he he might think I... He doesn't know who the fuck I am. Yeah, he doesn't know who you are, and you're carrying, quite obviously, a man in distress. It's whether or not he thinks you have noble intent. Highs or lows? Uh, Lows. Lows? Yeah. Uh, I think, think, sir, I I actually happen to know the doctor who works at the medical center. I can have him come over. Oh. Well, that'd be great. Well, fantastic. All right. Why don't you sit down here on the pew there, friend? He doesn't know his name or... Oh, is he wearing a hospital bracelet? Yes. Is there a name on it? It'd be John Doe. Fuck. Yeah. All right, um, you head back outside. It looks like most of the pe- a few people... No, we're staying inside because it's too bright outside. Oh, you're staying we're gonna, with the guy. We're going to sit him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So the Does po- the father let me wait? Or is yeah, he like- he, you can wait here if you want. He doesn't... He doesn't think you're super suspicious. He just doesn't know you, so he's going to go call the doctor. I text Rowdy. 
It right. says time travel question mark. You, you get like the little three, the three dots, dots. <laughs> and then it goes away, <laughs> and he doesn't respond. I go to Google yeah. and I search uh, Boston, and then the year eighteen forty two forty three. There was a massive riot in that year in Boston, a riot on Ann Street, which was a pretty pretty devastating event. That is also the year that the Telltale Heart was released. You, ah, uh. uh, I don't know if you care terribly about that. Um, I'm, I'm gonna try something, Adam. Yeah. So I've learned about the Ann Street riot thing. Oh, yeah, the Ann Street riot. Also, a new mayor was elected that year as well. What was the guy's name? Josiah Quincy Jr., who was elected mayor of Boston. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. <laughs> did, did you? Was this intentional, or did you just not like? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I hate this. So, yeah, Josiah Quincy Jr. was elected mayor of uh, Boston. During his term, Quincy focused on improving the city's infrastructure, including the expansion of public schools and the development of new roads and bridges. And put a lot of emphasis on schools there. Um, Oh, it's just been coming up. Yeah, I'm aware. So much has been just coming up, Adam. Uh, I'm just going to lean over to the man and be like, so what about uh, this Quincy fellow just – Got elected mayor recently. How do we how do we feel about him? He seems confused again, like he doesn't understand the question. He just doesn't even respond to that. Maybe he's a lion. Uh sorry, anyway, I've got a full list of things that happened. Would right. you like it? There uh, are a few other things that would have happened. There was a fire at the Tremont Street Church. I'm just gonna rattle off a couple of them, see if any of them get a reaction from it. He doesn't him. get any of these, no. The Boston Public Library was established. The first ever public transportation came to Boston, and Boston had a – this, I guess, is something that you wouldn't really experience in the moment, but it's something that they would say, like, in the, in the you know, they would say, oh, in retrospect. Respect. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was kind of like the peak, people – a lot of people would say, of cultural and intellectual life in Boston. There were a lot of great writers and novels and scientific theory came out in that year. I, yeah, I read off a bunch of things. He doesn't register any of those events. It doesn't, he, it's like he doesn't understand the question. Fucking hell. Eventually, a car pulls up. Yep. It, you see on the side, it says. I want to turn to the pastor though at one point yeah. and just be like, I think our time traveler's lying to us. The pastor looks at you quizzically. Time traveler? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, then. He nods slowly. You see a car pulls up. It would be a, so. It's dressed up to look a little bit. You know how they'll do a hat, not a hatchback, a um, sedan. Not no, a sedan either. The a, a station wagon. Station wagon. You know how sometimes a station wagon will be done up like an ambulance. Yep. This obviously this was done by a guy. It wasn't done by the state yeah, yeah, or the yeah, local yeah. parish or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Okay. The local, the lo- the guy who owns this car has done it up so that it resembles nominally an ambulance. Yep. On the side, it says. Uh, Sabine Medical, Sabineville Medical Center, and a man in a very classic lab coat, lab coat steps out and walks into the church. Is that the doctor? Uh, yes, the pastor nods. The man introduces himself. Well, hello there. My name is uh, Doctor LeBlanc. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Hercules Melville. Yeah, he looks over at the man in the. In the hospital gown and says, He's having a bad day, I suspect. I'm very sorry about this. My nurse turned her back for just a but a second, and the gentleman 
made his escape. Is he telling you also that he is from Boston in the 1800s and that he may have murdered an old man from the plot of Ed Allan Poe's The Beating Heart? What's the book called? Telltale Heart. Telltale Heart, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't get as far as uh, coming from Boston, but the man has confessed to a murder, yes. Yeah, it's a murder in 1842, so I don't know what the statute of limitations yeah, I, is, but I reckon we're out of it. I had gotten that impression from him. <laughs> Unfortunately, you the poor gentleman, uh, we're having difficulty. Is, do you know him? No, no. I, I was, came in here, saw the commotion in the church, the meeting right. happened here, and then I'm standing at the back, and he came in screaming out how he needed it. Yeah. Actually, do you mind indulging me for one moment? Please. I turned back to the man. When you came in here, son, over here, and you said you needed it, what did you need? To stop, he says. Why the church? Stop. He looks at you and he says, I just needed to tell someone. Hey, father, come over here. The pastor comes comes over, sits down. Um, Gentleman here has something he'd like to confess to a priest and maybe you could... uh, do that. The pastor starts not getting yeah, the yeah, idea. Okay, he, good. He once again would have been playing with his ear, but he stops. He he puts a gentle arm around the man and says, let's get you over to confession. And then he takes him back to that quiet room. The doctor looks over at you and says, uh, didn't catch your name, Sora. Heracles, Melville. Uh, right. Uh, I was over in uh, uh, Puma and was just driving right, back through right. this way on a, you know. Are you law enforcement? Um, based on the, the reaction that the powder blue suit gave. Evangel- uh, Evangeline. Evangeline, yeah. Brains. Brains, yeah. Brains. Um, I'm worried of how I want to answer this. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely, I'm going to be, I'm going to have honesty. No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm an expert in strange and unusual happenings. He seems a little relieved, to be honest. He says, right, uh, the man he had, uh, confessed to a murder to me myself. I, I'm not going to lie to you, uh. Uh, when he said he needed to confess to a police officer, I purposely did not call anyone. The poor man is, in my opinion, is sick. He does not need a jail cell. He needs a doctor. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Sometimes, you know, the boys in blue, they just muck things right up. He uh, he was taken to us, brought up here from uh, Crescent Mills. Uh, so I am given to understanding that the poor man is probably using What's Chrism Mills? It's a abandoned textile mill. Well, abandoned no longer. A, uh, a local thug is taken up in there. Frankie um, Fawn. No, no, yeah, no, no, he no. Uh, <laughs> organizes events for local youths and whatnot where uh, everything kind of flows. It's not the first time we've had someone up at the medical center from Crescent Mills, unfortunately. Can I ask you an unusual question, Doctor? Please. You obviously treated him when he arrived. Mm-hmm. What was he wearing? I heard a rumor that he might have been dressed, well, of someone of the era of 1842. I will not lie. The man was dressed peculiarly. Uh, he had a top hat, a vest, high-waisted pants, unusually so, like like you would say, from... The 19 or 1840s, a, a fancy-looking coat with tails and everything, and a cravat tie. Uh, the most peculiar thing was there was not a zip to be found. It was all buttons. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. I wish I knew when the zip was invented so that Heracles knew when the zip was invented and he <laughs> could trot that information out there. 
Hey, Adam, can I just... Does Heracles know when the zip was invented? Well, Heracles has access to Google. I'm not going to Google it in front of... Tom does too. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I'm going to roll okay. in, uh, Intelligence Resolve to see if Heracles knows this. Yes. So that's two re-rolls. You did pretty well. Three successes in total. Yeah. Pretty good. So I'm going to say, I, you know what? He knows the exact year. He Coincidentally, he just knows it. 1913. The zipper was invented. Well, that makes sense. We didn't get zippers until 1913. You're not genuinely suggesting this man is from 1840-whatever. You're a doctor. Man of science. Correct. Someone presents to you with symptoms, and they say, I've been trampled by a zebra. The, the common analogy here is that you assume horses, correct? Well, I would imagine, yeah, you're out, there, out this place, horse, yeah. Not a zebra. No. But sometimes it is a zebra, Doctor. He considers that for a second, and then you can see he just doesn't want to press the point. Uh, right. The priest comes back out with the man in the gown, and Dr. LeBlanc is going to take him back to the medical center. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm not going to go with them. Okay. But I'm, uh, Doctor, do you mind if I come back later and just check to see the man's okay? Uh. Sure, yeah, you can visit in at the medical center if you want. You know where we are? Uh, I'll find it. I've, I've got a map in my brain that right, right. someone gave me. <laughs> the minute I learned where the town is, a map unfolded in my mind. Yeah, like I have a, Google Maps too. <laughs> <laughs> like an origami swan. Um, uh, Question, is there a hotel in town? A uh, motel, that good enough for you? Motel will do. Yeah, uh, it's uh, by the name of... He points it out in your mental map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ow! <laughs> get your fingers out of my brain! Riverside Lodge. Oh, it's just it's just down where you drove past too, it. Yeah, you would have driven past it on the way. Wonderful. Uh, and before you two go, um, you know where a fella might be able to get a green smoothie in town? The priest looks at you like he doesn't know what a green smoothie is. The doctor gives you a wiry smile and he says... You could try the blue plate, but I'm not sure they know what that is. <laughs> yes. Heracles is back, baby! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 